0: Rather told you, but you just don't hurt me. 2020 modern bachelor. (laughs) Morning, good morning. It's your boy Big Brooke coming at you with another episode. Today's episode, we're gonna talk about uh, being single and satisfied, we're gonna talk about uh, not settling, not lowering your standards, you know, just to uh, be in a relationship. Nowadays you you see that a lot. Uh people just can't be alone. People people just have to be with somebody regardless of the, you know, the situation. Like they just have to have somebody. They have to have a girlfriend or they have to have a boyfriend regardless of of their standards. You know, they 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 get to the point where they they don't want to work uh, for the person that compliments them so they just uh settle for any old body and I've never been that way. I've never been dependent on a relationship and that's actually uh, helped me get to the position I'm in because I am I'm, I'm, i haven't been through a bunch of divorces and I haven't had to spend a bunch of money on lawyers and lose a bunch of houses and lose a bunch of money and possessions and fight for custody and pay child support. I haven't had to do any of that, but, but uh, a lot of people look at being single as a bad thing, like, Oh, you're single, you're lonely. You know, that's a miserable life to live. It, it really isn't. Um, being single is not a bad thing. Uh, you, you have to learn to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with someone else. If you can't be happy alone, then you're definitely not going to be happy in a relationship because you're going to be dependent on that person uh, to make you happy. And as soon as they're unable to make you happy or they're unable to provide that, Uh, companionship that you're looking for then it's just not going to work that's part of the reason you see so many divorces nowadays because people are wanting other people to make them happy like they're not happy with themselves you know they're miserable uh they're they're not happy and they're looking for that happiness in someone else and they they try to make that someone else's job to make them happy and and it doesn't work out uh Somebody told me once before, you know, because like, I'm in my mid thirties and I've never been married. And uh somebody said to me once before, like, oh, well, that's a that's a flag to me. You know, a, a, a guy that's in his thirties that's never been married and doesn't have any children. I th- you know, I think that's a red flag. I said, no, no, I don't agree with that. Uh I, I think it's a red flag. Uh, someone in their, their early thirties that's been married multiple times uh, and has several kids for several. You know, I don't I don't I don't believe in that. Uh you know, I think that's a flag, you know, if you, because at some point, uh, if you're on your third marriage and you're in your early 30s, there's one point either you're choosing the wrong people or you're the problem. And most of the time, you're the problem. Uh, I've never wanted to rush and do that type of thing. Like nowadays, you you encounter people in their 20s and I'm not talking like 28 or 29, I'm talking early 20s, like 23, 24, and they're already on their second divorce, you know, headed into their third marriage. Um, that's because they get they get married at such a young age, you know, they get married at 21, they're divorced by 22, then they're remarried again at 23. You know, it's like, they, they only take months uh, in between relationships nowadays, and it makes no sense to me. It's like, how can you get to know someone to the point that you say you want to, spend the rest of your life with them or till death do us part in a couple of months. You know, just, you know, I know there's those one offs, you know, those love at first sights and those soulmate connections that some people have, but that doesn't happen to everybody, you know, and social media plays a real big part in a a lot of relationship issues nowadays. I know some people say, no, you know, social media shouldn't have any effect. Social media has a big effect, not because people use it to cheat, even though they do, uh, social media has a big effect because everything we do now is for show. Everything we do now is it's, it's, a, it's a big, you know, you know, a big uh, a show, like a big circus. Like it's a big thing for everybody else. Like everybody puts on facades on social media, you know, even if they're in a relationship and they're not happy. They're going to be happy on social media like as far as social media is concerned oh we're happy we're going to take our christmas pictures in matching pajamas uh and we're going to make everybody see that we're happy even though behind closed doors it's a toxic relationship and it's headed for divorce or you know it's headed for a breakup but that you know you don't you don't find that out until later on on social media when you see them you know get rid of their joint Facebook page or something like that. <laughs> joint Facebook pages to me are the epitome of no trust in a relationship. I'm sorry. I, I, I know some people have them and I, I just, a lot of times that's, that's the first thing I see when I see a joint Facebook page is, all right, who cheated or who's insecure? You know, that's, that's the first thing I think. Uh, but people just rush, man. And, and like I said, that whole going out young, it's, it's it's for the pursuit of a ring like fellas you have to understand that you don't have to ask if you're not ready and ladies you don't have to say yes if you're not ready you can say no but again that goes back to the whole social media aspect of it because they you want to get on social media and flash that ring and, and say oh my god I said yes to the dress and you know oh look at my new coffee cup and you know, aim right at the ring, or, oh, I got my nails done, and aim right at the ring, you know, that type of stuff, and you want the big wedding, and, you know, you want to do all the bridal showers, and the bachelorette parties, and, you know, you got to do all that stuff, and it it's an unrealistic dream, and I, I've never understood why people, like, that's people's goal, like, that's their life goal, like, to get that ring, and I mean, yeah, it's cool to know that someone loves you and cares about you and wants to be faithful to you and make you their wife. But you know, at what, what cost, you know, when you're just chasing that, that title and at that ring, you're not, you're not marrying somebody because you're in love with them. You're marrying them because they asked you, you know, and it it gives you the ability to flaunt that ring around and and flaunt that status. You're not getting married because you're in love. You're not getting married because you know, you want to, uh, take vows in front of your your friends family and before god you're just getting married so you can have that status because if if people don't want to work on their marriage anymore you know if people people get divorced at the the slightest reason like oh you left the toilet seat up three times in a row i want a divorce (laughs) wait what (laughs) wait what like are you serious like and you know back in the, the 80s and early 90s You know, when I was around, like I I, obviously it was going on before then, but as far as I can remember, you know, when I when I became able to comprehend what was going on in life, you know, probably around ninety, you know, because I was about six seven years old around then, ninety ninety one. Uh, you know, back then, getting a divorce was like something you didn't do. Like it, it it was just no, you didn't do that. Like you, women refused to tell people they were getting a divorce, men were devastated when they would get a divorce. Like I'm not saying men aren't devastated these days. Men are devastated nowadays because of the financial reasons. Uh, cause they know that they're going to lose half their shit. But back then men were devastated because they were like, man, I'm losing my wife. You know, I care about her and, and it's just not working or we're arguing, we're fighting and man, I'm, it's going to break up my household. And like people frowned upon getting divorced back then. Like, you kept it under wraps. Like, people would get divorced and nobody would know. Like, And when it did come out, it was like, oh, my God, Kate and Joe got a divorce? Did you hear that? It was just like, oh, my God, look, here she comes. And, like, people would, people would, like, shun you. Like, people would, like, cast you out if you got a divorce back then. Now, there's divorce parties. Now, people are loud and proud to get a divorce. Like, You know, people put those posts on social media. I just lost one hundred and eighty five pounds by getting a divorce. (laughs) It's so stupid and they don't realize how stupid they sound and how stupid they look when they do that. That that that's not cool. It's not cute. You're not that's not attractive, you know, because marriage is an investment, not only financially, but emotionally you know, and spiritually. Marriage is supposed to be an investment. You know, it's it's hard work. You're supposed to work at it. You can't get a divorce just because somebody doesn't do exactly what you want them to do or their bank account runs dry because a lot of people are in relationships just for financial stability. And then when the, the uh, guy or the woman can no longer provide that financial stability, they go find somebody else. Or, you know, eventually they just get tired and Uh, their feelings for the person they've been having an affair with finally give in. So then they want a divorce and it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, I've, I've seen people get into relationships, get married, young age, you know, like 2021, you'll get a divorce. And then before the ink is even dry, they're already reengaged to somebody else, which, which tells me that person was uh, already in the picture before the divorce happened. Like that person was already in the background. Like they were already planting that seed. That situation was already getting ready to pop off. And so we shouldn't rush, you know, don't, don't lower your standards just to say you're in a relationship. You know, uh, if you can't find somebody who matches your drive, if you can't find somebody that matches your ambition, it, it stay single, you know, If you're an ambitious person, if you're a driven person, if you're a goal driven person, if you're motivated and you have things that you want to accomplish in life and you settle for somebody that's lazy, just to say you have somebody, it's not going to be a happy relationship. You're going to bump heads. You're going to get frustrated uh, because they're not on the same level as you. They're not motivating you. They're not supporting you. You're you're doing a lot of things alone because, you know, they don't feel like it. You know, you're getting up, going to the gym you know, for an hour, hour and a half and they're still asleep. You know, you get home from the gym and, you know, you start doing chores around the house and they're still asleep. You know, then they, they, when they do wake up, they just manage to muster up enough energy to walk from the bedroom to the couch and lay down and start watching Netflix. You know, you've already, you know, mowed the lawn, washed the cars, you know, fix the kids power wheels, you know, and all they've managed to do was use the restroom and move from the bed to the couch. Those that that's not going to work. That relationship is not going to work because not only uh it, there's no connection there, you're going to eventually start venting to other people. You know, you're going to start venting your problems to other women And or, you know, if if it's, you know, if you're the woman that's doing that, you know, you were a lazy man, you're going to start venting your problems to other men. And eventually uh, you're either going to have an affair or you're going to have a divorce because you're going to meet somebody that you share that connection with. You know, when you spend uh, a lot of time with people and you vent about your you vent about your spouse or your partner, uh, you tend to basically give that person all the ammunition they need to break up your home. I mean, and a lot of times you want it broken up anyway, but, but constantly telling people, you know, how terrible your, your girlfriend is or how terrible your boyfriend is, is only going to lead to a breakup down the line because you're obviously not happy. So why stay, you know, if you're not happy, then why stay, you know, and people have problems. You're going to have problems in relationships. You're going to have disagreements. That's life. for human beings. But, you know, if you're having problems to the point where you have to put it on social media all the time, where you have to constantly, you know, make these uh, subliminal posts about not being appreciated or constantly making all these posts about, oh, you know, uh, I ain't afraid to do it on my own. You know, I I know what I bring to the table. I'm not afraid to do it on my own. I ain't afraid to eat alone. You know, you see them all the time. If you got to make posts like that you know basically throwing jabs at your significant other then it's it's time to go it's time to cut and run you shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place you know but there's this whole settling uh for people thing man this whole just trying all this and then you then you have these people that they they experiment in relationships you know and when i say experiment i'm talking about experiencing like uh, experimenting with their sexuality you know like you have you have a woman that's married to a man you know and She'll stay married to him for like a year or two. Then she'll leave him and go marry a woman and stay with that woman for a couple of months. And then, then all of a sudden she wakes up one morning and go, what the hell am I doing? And starts cheating on her wife with a man. Divorces her wife and goes and marries another man. You know, goes right back to where she started. Like that, 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 that type of stuff right there, man. Y'all got mental disorders. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all need to go, go see a psychiatrist. Uh, y'all need to be on medication uh, because... You know, there's there's nothing wrong with experimenting, you know, but you usually do that in college. You know, or or, or when you single like, you know, in your early 20s before you get into a relationship? Like if you want to experiment and try to figure out exactly what you want, then, yeah, you do that. You do that. Then you don't do that to a point where we start talking about marriage. You know, you don't make a commitment to someone because that's that's disrespectful. And it's very hurtful to that person, because even if you know you're playing a lesbian you know where you're not a true lesbian you're just experimenting being a lesbian the person that you're marrying is a true lesbian and they're really in love with you and they're really uh thinking that this is going to be something and for you to you know leave them for a man or cheat on them with a man and you know say things like oh my god what was i thinking that's not the way i am that's that's not fair to that person that's 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 just that that's it. That makes you a horrible human being to do that to somebody to play with somebody's emotions like that. And the same with men, men that, you know, they're married to a woman, then they leave the woman and they go and start dating a man. Then they wake up one morning, and go, man, what the hell am I doing? Then they go back to a woman. You have you know hurt somebody in, in that in that in that moment, you know, that your partner in that moment where you were experimenting was actually legitimately interested in you and in love with you or cared about you and thought it was something there. And for you to be like, oh no, I was just experimenting. You know, I was just, I'm not, I'm not really into you. You know, I was just going through something, you know, I'll I just, I just had a moment, but you know, it, you shouldn't play with people's emotions like that. Like that's, that's when you should sit down in the corner by yourself, meditate and ask yourself, is this really what I want to do? Am I really, you know, into this person, am I really going to switch up on, on, on what I know before you, you bring other people into this and, and start messing with their emotions. That's why so many people have emotional baggage, man. Cause so many people have been played. So many people have been used, uh, you know, in these situations. So they have a lot of emotional baggage and they have their guard up. I can tell you right now, I'm a very guarded person because I've been used Uh, lied to and played so many times that I am very very guarded like I have trust issues and I'm not afraid to admit it I'm very guarded with uh like I said when it comes to my standards like I have high standards and if you don't meet those standards I'm, I'm I'm going to lose interest like I'll give you the initial attention like I'll we can hang out. We can go out. We can start talking. And, and people lie so much, man. People people read you and they see what you're interested in, too. They, they look at your hobbies. They look at how you dress. They look at the car you drive. They 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 pay attention to the music you listen to, the movies you look at, to, you know, that you watch. And, they, they you know, they stalk you on social media to basically learn you. And then when they try to get close to you, they basically put on a show that they're interested in the same thing you're interested in. They put a mask on, you know, If if they see you're interested in the fitness, you know, they'll they'll start showing up around you, carrying a, a gallon jug of water and talking about their taking pre-workouts. And you'll see them uh, with meal prep bags and eating meal prep around you and reading fitness magazines and doing gym check ins and stuff like that. Stuff they've never done before. Uh, Stuff they're not interested in. They're just doing it to try to bait you in. And then, of course, once they bait you in and, you know, you start spending more time with them, then they stop doing it. You know, they they go back to being the lazy person they are. They go back being they take that mask off. And uh, a lot of them try to trap you before you have they're forced to take that mask off. You know, they try to when they feel like you're uh, emotionally involved, like if you start showing some emotions, like you start saying, hey, I really like spending time with you. You know, or you start like letting them spend the night at your house and they feel like you've gotten more emotionally involved. Then they take that mask off. The problem is uh, when they take that mask off, I have no problem kicking them out. Uh, like my emotions or should I say, like uh, I'm so emotionalist, you know, like 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 the weekend song. I'm heartless, you know, when it comes to situations like that. So if if you play me or you try to, you know, use deception to get into my circle. Once that facade fades and I notice it, I have no problem disconnecting. Uh, The issue is a lot of people can't disconnect. A lot of people, once they invest in somebody like that, even when they find out that they're, they're telling a lie, they can't let go because they've, they feel like now they're emotionally invested. Like, Oh my God, you know, I'm, I really like this person. I've grown to like this person, but you, you, you don't like that person. You like who that person was pretending to be you're attracted to who that person was pretending to be. But some people, they just can't let go because like I said, the ideal of being alone, it's just scary for some people. They don't know how to live alone. They don't know how to go out by themselves. They can't, you know, I mean, like take yourself out. You don't have to have somebody which you, you know, take yourself to dinner, take yourself to a concert, take yourself to a movie, Uh you know, It's not wrong with going out by yourself. You know, the only thing I don't really do by myself is go to a bar. Cause I mean, if I'm drinking by myself, I can just drink by myself at home, but I have no problem going to the movies by myself. I go to restaurants by myself. You know, if there's a a concert I want to go to, even though I don't go to a lot of concerts, but if there's a show I want to go see, I go to it by myself. If there's a festival, I go to it by myself. I don't mind going by myself on anything. Uh, cause I'm content and happy with myself. Now, when I meet someone uh, that, that basically speaks to my soul and they're on the same level as me and they motivate me and, or we motivate each other and we play off each other and we support each other and we're happy together and, you know, we can laugh and we can joke and we could be passionate uh, with each other and and share each other's hobbies and things like that. It'll be great. You know, I'm going to embrace that. You know, I have no issue with that at all, but until that happens, you know, I'm staying single. I'm not, I am refuse to lower my standards. You know, I tell people that all the time. It's like, I'm single by choice. And people are like, oh, whatever, you know, ain't nobody single by choice. No, a lot of us are. Uh, a lot of us bachelors, we're single by choice because uh, what's out there right now is just not on par. Uh, all the good women are taken. You know, all, most, most of the good women are taken. Like, I'm just going to be 100% honest. All the good women are taken uh, by somebody, either by a lame or they actually have a good man. But uh, there's, there's this meme that said, uh, women are like parking spaces nowadays. You know, all the good ones are either taken or handicapped. (laughs) All the good ones are taken and all that's left in the parking lot are good ones. All the good ones are taken and the rest of the spots are handicapped. That's that's how dating is nowadays when you when you when you walk out there, all the good women are taken and the single ones are tragedies. They're dumpster fires. Uh, Most of them, not all of them, but most of them, because and and let me tell you something about the 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 the, the good single women out there. They're the ones that they're the hardest to get to because, you know, they're guarded. They have their guard up. Um, They're protected. You know, they've been hurt so many times in the past by these lames. And they're very guarded. They're very protected. So you have to work very hard to prove to them that you're different from the next guy. And and that, that is hard to do because most of the time you encounter these women on social media and. Uh, you, know, it, and we, we, you know, when you live in a large city you know, and you meet these women and you see them on social media, and you try to establish a rapport with them. A lot of times they won't respond because they're looking at you as if you're just another one of these guys in their inbox trying to sleep with them or, you know, something like that. Like there's nothing about you that stands out unless you have a ton of money. You know, if you got a, if you know, you, you got a, you are sitting on the hood of a Lamborghini in front, of your a uh, million dollar house, you know, and, and a bunch of your picks, they'll respond then. But if you just, a, if you're just a regular average Joe, You know, blue collar worker out here just trying to find someone that you can care for and start a family with and love and support. They're not going to pay you any attention. Uh, It's sad, but it's true. So. So I say you have to accept uh, yourself when you're single nowadays, don't don't rush, you know, don't don't keep quit trying to force people to marry you. Quit trying to give people you know, a lot, a lot of these young women, they give men ultimatums in a relationship. Like they give their boyfriend an ultimatum. Like, Hey, if you, you know, we've been together six months. Um, if you don't ask me to marry you by my birthday, you know, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? Like, how are you going to give me an ultimatum like that? And then when, when the guy says, well, you know, thanks for the memories. We had fun. Now they're all sad and depressed and they're all on social media talking about men ain't shit and they hate men and men are afraid of commitment. Six months ain't a commitment, man. Six months ain't a commitment. Most jobs keep you on probation for for a year. You know, the average job has you on, on probation for a year. Hell, when you when you file for bankruptcy, you know, you get chapter seven or chapter 13 you know that that you know when you before you can financially do anything so how the hell am i supposed to be committed to you like a lifelong commitment saying i love you i want to marry you till death do us part in a couple of months like that's stupid but that's what's expected of us everybody's in such a rush you know everybody wants that they like i said they want that ring they want that wedding they want they want to throw the garter you know they want to throw the bouquet they want to do all that they want all their friends around them oh girl oh yeah we about to turn up like no man stop slow down live with people for a couple of years buy some stuff together you know have have some real stress together have some burdens together like you have some real stress do some stuff with somebody that in, in, in when you can see somebody's true colors because long as everything is going perfect, you know long as everything is fine you you won't see you know somebody's bad side, but let let things get rough like a lot of people are learning a lot about their partners during this quarantine thing we're going through right now during this mm-hmm. pandemic because they have to spend twenty four hours a day with them. A lot of people only see their spouses maybe four or five hours a day because of, you know, their work schedule. You know, you might work, you might work, you know, seven to three. And he might work three to 11 or 11 to seven. You know, y'all only have so many hours within passing unless you take the, you know, you might have days off together. If you you both work weekdays, you have the weekend off, but that's still only two days that you spend together on the weekend. And then the thing about the weekend is you still go out and do your own thing some weekends. So, you know, now you're being forced to spend, you know, 16, 17, upwards of 24 hours with with the person you've been dating or the person you're married to. And people are learning a lot about their relationships. I would already, I joked about it, but I'm serious. You're going to have a lot of uh, single people after this is over because people are realizing that the person that they settled for is not as compatible with them as they, uh, convinced themselves they were. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it, it, it doesn't work. And and another thing about being single is that freedom. It, it's freedom, man. Um, and when I say freedom, uh, a lot of people get controlling in relationships. Men, you know, they get controlling. They they don't want their women to wear certain things. They don't want the, the, their women to go certain places. They don't want them to talk to certain people. They have them deleting people off of social media that they see as a threat. Uh, things of that nature, and and women do the same thing. You know, they're very controlling. They they want to control the man's finances. They want to control his social media. They want to control you know which one of his friends he hangs out with because you know she doesn't she doesn't want him hanging out with with that friend because he's a bad influence. You know, he's he's single and you know he's uh he's 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 always dating these these multiple women and stuff like that. He's a bad influence on you. You know, man can't no grown man be a bad influence on another grown man. Peer pressure stopped in high school, you know. If a man wants to do something, he going to do it with regardless, you know, whether his friend is doing it or not. That's your own insecurity that you have to deal with. But that freedom of being single, it's a it's very satisfying knowing that I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. And can't nobody tell me not to. I don't have to ask anybody's permission to do anything. You know, if I want to buy a new car, I can go buy a new car. If I want to watch, I can buy a watch. You know, if I want to go, you know, sit on my balcony all day in my boxers and drink beer and smoke cigars or drink whiskey and smoke cigars and listen to music all day nobody's in my ear telling me I can't do it and the thing is in a in a real relationship in a real marriage where uh, there's compromise and both people respect each other you really don't have to worry about asking for permission to do anything because if I'm in a relationship obviously I'm not going to do anything That is disrespectful to my girlfriend or disrespectful to my wife. You know, I'm not going to go out to like, you know, all these different bars chasing all these women and stuff while she's at home with the kids. And, you know, I'm not going to put our put us in a financial bind. You know, I'm not going to go out and, you know, spend eighty thousand dollars on a sports car when we have a uh, home repairs that need to be done or we have credit card bills that need to be paid off, something like that. You know, there's, there's a level of respect and level of responsibility that comes from in your relationship. But as I said, people can get controlling, you know, because if my thing is, if we're not in a financial bind, you know, if we're, we're financially comfortable, which in my relationship, I will be because I'm financially pretty comfortable right now. And like I said, I'm not dating anybody that's not on my level. So, we're going to be financially comfortable. And if we don't have any kids, then there shouldn't be any issue where I have to ask for permission to do anything. Or when I do something, I have to hide it. Like if I go buy a new gun, I got to hide the receipt. We don't have any kids. All our bills are paid. We're not hurting for money. So as long as I'm not out there doing something stupid, like, you know, going by some stranger, a boob job, and it shouldn't make any waves in my relationship. But again, like I said, a lot of people are just, they're, they're just so controlling and they, they don't want, Uh, their their spouse to do anything outside of their control you know there's there's these tv shows that come on like uh, discovery id and stuff like that called like i married a monster or i had no idea my husband was a psycho and stuff like that yeah you did yeah you did you choose to overlook it because every time you watch those shows like as soon as the show comes on like the first words out their mouth are well we met when i was 17 and he was 38 and It was just something about him you know he was just so handsome and so confident and he had just got out of a divorce because you know he had cheated on his wife and you know i just fell in love and he gave me everything i wanted and You know, and, and, and immediately he started, you know, telling me not to talk to my friends and, you know, he wouldn't let me talk to my parents, but I didn't think anything of it. You know, I just thought, you know, that's what marriage was supposed to be about. Like we are five minutes into this episode. I'm sitting on the couch eating chips and queso and already can see that you just setting yourself up for failure. Like they, they be saying that. And then, you know, of course, fast forward. You know, 10, 15 years later, he'd been locking her in the house and paying dudes to, you know, sit outside, you know, calling them, paying dudes to handle them, like make sure my wife don't leave and all this stuff, hiring, hiring crackheads and stuff to sit around outside his house, make sure his wife don't leave. And she's surprised that the FBI shows up and he's got dead bodies in the backyard. Like, oh my God, I can't believe he was killing people. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? You can't believe he was killing people. look listen to your story listen to your backstory like as soon as y'all met he was controlling you but and you have these men that uh are in these abusive relationships uh because they choose to settle they, they they get with these women because they look good but they're not good women you know they're just happy to have a trophy you're like man my wife fine man i got a fine wife but deep down they getting abused they getting uh financially uh manipulated and uh mentally uh, manip- manipulated and, and controlled. And the problem with that is everybody knows that, you know, domestic uh, violence goes both ways. You know, there are men in uh, in abusive relationships and toxic relationships. The problem is there's not as many resources and there's not as much uh, coverage uh, and help out there for men who are victims of domestic uh, partnerships. Because first of all, men, struggle with making an outcry because I have mentioned before men are strong you know we're very prideful we're very boastful you know you know the old joke men refuse to ask for directions because you know we refuse to ask for directions and we refuse to admit we're wrong it's the same thing in an abusive relationship you know the last thing you want to do is go tell somebody that your wife hits you or that your wife controls you, you know, or that your wife is uh, abusing you emotionally. It's very hard for a man to to reach out and say that. And like I said, there's not much uh, coverage about that. People don't really talk about that. You don't, you don't see that on the billboards. You don't hear about that on the, on the commercials. You don't see the commercials about men being abused. You don't see the commercials about, you know, if you know of a man in an abusive relationship call this number, you know, you, it's not much, uh, assistance out there for, for men who are victims of domestic disputes. And for the longest, um, even law enforcement, uh, had a hard time tackling it, uh, because it used to be when, when law enforcement showed up on a domestic dispute. And when I say used to be, I'm talking again, eighties and nineties, uh, when, when police officers showed up on a domestic dispute, uh, they went straight for the man. They, they didn't even ask questions. Like if you and your wife were fighting or you and your girlfriend were fighting, you automatically were the suspect and you know back then they they could do stuff and law enforcement didn't investigate it because it was just it was one of those things where it was like you know no questions asked just he did it you know you automatically did it there's a movie who Martin Lawrence probably one of one of Martin's better movies a uh, thin line between love and hate you know he he played the woman he shouldn't have played her you know he just you know he he hit it and quit it but uh she put a grapefruit in a stocking, and hit herself with it, called the police, said he did it, you know, and and the way they did it in the movie is they tricked him, and they said, hey, your, your wife's been in an accident, she's at the hospital, so he comes, he's like, my wife, you know, man, I don't have no wife, you know, but he realized who it was and so he flies up to the hospital to check on her and the police are there and they cuff him and charge him you know and she's like why did you do this to me you know and all this and they didn't even ask him like they didn't do an investigation like man where were you at this time you know what's your alibi? Like, why did you do this? They didn't look at his hands. You know, they didn't, they didn't do any of that stuff. Cause there's, there's telltale signs of when you hit somebody, like you're going to have, you know, your knuckles are going to bruise. Your knuckles are going to be inflamed. Uh, their blood's going to be on your hands. You know, their skin cells will be under your fingertips. Like there's so much involved when you hit somebody, but back then they didn't really investigate. They just automatically start cuffing men. But see nowadays, uh, Police departments have gotten better with investigating domestic disputes and you are seeing more women uh, go to jail for domestic violence because uh, these officers are investigating it more. They're getting on the scene and they're actually pulling the man to the side and talking to the man. It's like, hey, what's really going on? Like, yeah, man, you know, you know, and they're looking at him and he's got scratch marks all on his neck and, you know, he's bleeding and stuff like that. And then they look at the woman, she's fine. And, you know, her. oh, no, he hit me. And they're like, no. No, no, he he got the worst of this, you know, and you know, and it, it comes out like, yeah, man, you know, this isn't the first time, you know, I'm, you know, she 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 assaults me, she abuses me, and it's, I'm I'm actually proud that that they're they're being, uh, investigating the these uh domestic disputes a lot more deeper, and I'm not saying that you know, I'm not taken away from the fact that there are a lot of women in domestic disputes, like I don't believe in. Uh, putting my hands on a woman i don't believe i'm putting my hands on anybody like that's that's my spouse let me put that way like i would hit a stranger like i now i i am all for slapping the, the piss out of a stranger you know or some of these people out here that just are ignorant and do stupid stuff i'm all about that but when it comes to like my wife or my girlfriend or any any woman at all a man should never put his hands on a woman unless she looks like chris cyborg or something like if she can hold her own that's a different story like if chris cyborg you know, walked up to me and, and, and hit me in the chest, I'm hitting her back. That's, that's a guarantee because that's, she got some testosterone flowing through her. That's all I'm going to say. You know, that's, that's a big woman, you know, something like that. That's, that's, that's a one-off, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that the disc Chris Cyborg, I think she's a great athlete and she's, she's cool. uh, From what I've seen in her interview, she's a cool person, but I'm just, I'm just giving y'all something to think about. Like if somebody built like that you know, hit me. Yeah, I'm hitting them back. But, but, you know, just as far as putting my hands on a woman, I never do that no matter how upset I am. And you know, I'll just go take a walk. Uh, you know, I'll go take a walk, go chill out, go for a drive or something, you know, just remove myself from the situation. If it, if it, if it even remotely looks like it's about to get physical, which like I said, my, my, I'm, I don't have a temper like that to where I would think I would go off the cuff like that. But And that's that's things you have to look into when when you're rushing into these relationships, man. Like I said, you know, is it toxic? Is it abusive? You know, is it is it financially hurting you? You know, I I was dating somebody once and she was financially draining me. Uh, it, It was just a financial burden. You know, she always wanted to go out to the bars and I always had to catch the tab. And, you know, it was I was financially hurting, you know, because. And she wasn't just drinking for me and her, you know, she would want to buy her friends drinks and, you know, she would want to give everybody you know, shots on me and all this. And, you know, and it's like, they're not on you though. They're on me. You know, this is my credit card that's getting maxed out, you know, and I never forget we were out and she wanted to buy shots and I was already pressed for cash. Like I was probably one purchase away from being in the negatives on my bank account, you know, cause I was, I was just, you know, that's, I was just happy to be in a relationship with somebody. I was just happy that somebody was dating me. So it was just like, okay, whatever you want, whatever you, okay, you want okay, baby, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You know? And I finally just woke up one day and we were at the bar and she was like, Oh, I want to buy shots. And I say, I'd already bought her drink like her initial drink. And she was like, I want to buy shots. And I was like, no, I'm not paying for shots. And she just looked at me like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. I'm not paying for shots. I was like, if you want shots, you take out your credit card, you take out your bank card, and you buy your own damn shots. I'm not buying shots. And she was, she was upset with me. She bought her shots. You know, she, she paid with her car, but she was upset the whole time. Cause when she got the, when, when she bought the shots and he gave her the tab, she was just sitting there like, Oh my God, this is so expensive. And I think he overcharged me. He, he never charges you this much. Oh yes, he does. That's exactly how much money I'm spending when I'm buying shots for you and all seven, eight of your friends. But you know, and at the end of the night, you know, she was, she already had started being standoffish after I refused to buy the shots. But at the end of the night, it was time to go. And I was like, Hey, you ready to go? And she's like, well, I'm not, I'm not leaving with you. I'm, I'm leaving with my friend. Uh, oh, Okay. And then of course she calls me the next day and, and basically says she didn't want to go out anymore. Yeah, I, th- I think we should, I think we should, we should call this quits. Oh, because I'm not paying for your alcohol anymore. Now you want to call it quits. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so, you know, that's, that's one of those things. And like I said, I settled, you know, because I had been single for so long and I was just like, man, it was nice to, to finally meet somebody that I was like, okay, I got, you know and yeah she wasn't necessarily up to my standards she wasn't necessarily somebody that i would you know call my girlfriend material but she was nice we had we had some good laughs we shared you know we had some good fun we went out a lot and i i felt like i could you know suppress that enough to make it work but it it, in the end it didn't uh And that's why I stopped. I I don't I no longer lower my standards because people would tell me, you know, hey, your standards are too high. You know, your standards are unrealistic for the partner you want. And, yeah, I would lower my standards to try to. You know, meet somebody and I I refuse to lower my standards now, you are either on my level or it's not going to work and I have no problem telling people they're not on my level. And and a lot of you need to do that. You need to really sit back and, and start looking and. You know, sit down and write it down. Even if you have to write it down, you know, write down where you are, write down your standards. And yes, they need to be realistic. You know, obviously you can't have standards like, oh, my, my husband has to be a multimillionaire, uh, look like A-Rod and all, you know, you, you got to have some realistic standards. You know, you can't, as a man, can't be like, oh, she got to be, she got to look like J-Lo and she got to have money like Oprah, you know. No, you got to have realistic standards, but they still need to be your standards. You know, you can you can say, hey, you must take care of themselves, must be some kind of fitness oriented, must have a, a, a decent job, ha- has a, a five year plan or, you know, has to be educated or, you know, or has to be motivated. And, and you know, things just different things, you know, that you that you can because nobody's perfect, like you're never going to find a person that doesn't have any flaws or doesn't have any vices. We all have vices. We all have flaws, but it's the, the good have to outweigh the bad. You know, if you're dating a guy and he likes to smoke, but you don't smoke. Now, if it's one of those things where it, it it messes with your allergies and things like that, I can see where it could be a problem. But if you don't have any adverse effects from it and he respects you enough to not do it around you, let's say he just, he goes outside on, on the balcony and does it and then when he comes in he makes sure he like takes a shower or he gargles or he doesn't smoke the cheap stuff that where it stinks anyway like he smokes the good stuff so it doesn't you know he smokes the good cigarettes or good cigars so it doesn't really smell bad and but he, he gargles and you know mouthwash and make sure he always smells fresh and he doesn't do it around you doesn't do it in public and You know, doesn't do it around the kids when he can avoid it. He cleans up like there's not cigarette butts all over the backyard and stuff like that. Like he actually respects you doing it. Why is it a problem? You know, why is it an issue? The only only issue could be is that you're concerned for his health. You know, but if if, you know, it's like, you know, guys, if you're dating a woman and, you know, she has some little quirk that you don't like, you know, she likes to coupon, you know, she's, she's an extreme couponer. So she's always clipping coupons and running to the store and doing stuff like that. If it's not a, if it doesn't interfere, like she's not spending a bunch of money, she's actually saving you money. And she's just something she does with her girlfriends. And she, she sits around, you know, once, you know, once or twice a week, she, she just kind of sits around and you know, sits in front of the TV and clips all these coupons. And then on a Saturday morning, her and her girlfriends go out to the store and do all this shopping. Like, what is it hurting? Like, is is it hurting you? Like she's, you know, she compromises and she, she, she's not, she's not doing it every day. She's not spending a bunch of your money. You know, she's actually saving you money. So what's the big deal? You know? So I said, people have vices, you know, like I said it. And the same thing with the smoking can go for a woman. If you're dating a woman that likes to smoke because there are women that do smoke and, If she, if you don't like to smoke, you know, and she does it in a respectable manner or you date a woman that that likes to drink, you know, but she's respectable by like, she's not a crazy drunk, you know, she doesn't want to get, she doesn't get all like want to fight and starts breaking stuff and vice versa with a man. If you have a man that likes to enjoy his whiskey or enjoy his beer and he just likes to sit outside and, you know, play his music by the fire. Get drunk after work, but he doesn't bother anybody. He's not putting his hands on you. He's like I said, he's providing. You know, the everything around the house is getting done. There's money in the bank, stuff like that. He's not driving drunk, like he's not going to jail. Then what's the big deal? Like, don't, don't, uh, don't get upset with people for having a vice. We all have them. We all have vices. Like I said, we're all not perfect. But when you setting those standards for your relationship, you know, make sure you set like I said, realistic standards and and set some standards like you know all this dating men that don't have a job dating men that don't have cars like I don't I can't understand that concept uh I bought my first car at 19 and I've never not been without a car you know I've progressively changed cars obviously you know I started off with a little cash car that I paid like 10 grand for to the sports car I'm driving now you know I've had a couple of trucks and you know a couple of Chrysler 300s and you know and now I'm driving a sports car. And but I don't I don't understand the concept of men who are in their, especially men in their late 20s and early to mid 30s, not having a vehicle. That's that's an essential. That's a necessity. Uh, you got all these Jordans and you got all these designer clothes, but you don't have a vehicle. No, your, your priorities are backwards and and. You know, ladies need to stop settling for men like that. Like that should be part of your standard. Like that should be that's that's a realistic standard must have a vehicle You know, is a realistic standard, you know, and I'm not saying like, oh, his car got wrecked and he just hasn't got one yet or his car got flooded out and he hasn't got a new one yet or you know, he had a financial hardship and he just started working again and he hasn't been able to get a vehicle yet. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who just refuse to go get a vehicle because you have people out there who just refuse to get a vehicle because they feel like they can just get a relationship. It's, it's cheaper and easier to get a relationship, get into a relationship and use that person's vehicle. That's that's how they look at it. And I probably just blew a lot of y'all's minds right there. A lot of y'all probably just heard that line and stopped right now and just stared off into the abyss like, wait a minute. This son of a. (laughs) It's the truth, though, a lot of a lot of people, men and women, both. uh, But you you mostly hear about men. You don't really hear about women using their, their husband's vehicle or their boyfriend's car. You don't really hear about that. But you hear mostly about men getting with these women and using their vehicle. And that's what it is. It's cheaper and it's easier uh, to get into a relationship and just use that woman's car, than actually go out, put down a down payment, pay a month to month bill, pay insurance, pay maintenance, you know, and have people running your credit and having the responsibility of taking care of a, a, an actual vehicle because the vehicle a responsibility, uh, you know, and that's the thing. So it's, it's easier just to go out there and, you know, use your little whack game and convince one of these women to let you drive their Altima around while she at work, you know, and you see that crap all the time. Dudes dropping their girlfriends off at work and leaving in their car. talking about, you know, Mike, what do you need your call for? He ain't got no job. He ain't got no job. What do you need your call for? That's my question. That's always been my question. What do you need? What do you need your call for? Especially in today's society, we got Uber, everything. You got Uber Eats. you got DoorDash, you got Drizzly that delivers liquor. They deliver groceries, uh, UPS and the post office will actually pick up your packages from your doorstep. Uh you got Favor that delivers almost anything. You could you could tell Favor to get you a bag of Doritos and a Sprite from the corner store and they'll bring it. Uh and then you know we have those things that God bless us we'd call two feet. Uh, <laughs> so uh what what is this what is what does that lame need your car for while you're at work. You know, so you know like I said uh stop settling quit chasing Marriage. Quit chasing the ideal of marriage and just marrying any old body. You know, this is this is mostly a message for the to these to these young guys that are listening to this. You know, if guys stop stop doing that. Stop rushing out here going by a ring just because she said so or uh going by a ring because you think that's going to make her happy that that is not how that works like your happiness is important too. stop rushing into these marriages stop rushing into these relationships because divorces are expensive divorces are hurtful uh i i get tired of seeing guys post on social media you know one one minute they're like oh i'm out with bae me and my wife out on vacation blah 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 then i don't see them for a couple of months The next thing you know, they posting a picture of a uh, of a studio apartment with nothing but their recliner and their gun safe. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So stop rushing. Slow your roll. You know, stop lowering your standards. Find somebody that actually loves you and somebody you can grow with and you can build with. Stop rushing out here just just for the sake of saying you're in a relationship because it's 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 never going to end well. You know, you don't want to be the guy that's got asshole spray painted on his car because you know, y'all had a disagreement or you don't want to be the, uh, sitting here on social media while the woman that you were so in love with is having a divorce party, taking a bite out of a goddamn cake shaped like a penis, you know, (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but, uh, this this is the last episode I'm gonna make this week and, uh, uh, just stay tuned uh, every Friday. We gonna have an episode uh, release. I just want to get these these first few episodes out here to get you guys some good content to listen to. But uh, we gonna go on a schedule uh, every Friday morning. Uh, we gonna drop a new episode, uh, and maybe every now and then I might have a, have a little freestyle moment. Maybe go on a rant if I see something that just feels like it has to get out here. You know, I see a current event or something. I see something come across the news at work, or or something come across my phone that I feel like I just gotta let y'all. We gotta talk about. Like we gotta discuss. You know, we'll. We'll go up and and we'll talk about it, but uh, period. We're going to release episodes every Friday, so uh, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, As I said, we're on Spotify right now. We're going to get on iTunes, and uh, uh, all the links will be available on all my social media apps for you guys to follow and uh, so just 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 keep looking for these episodes every Friday. Of course, if you have any feedback, uh, anything you want to talk about, you can always send me a message on Spotify or you can send me a, a message here on Anchor. Uh, if you have me on social media, go ahead and hit me up. Uh, uh, shout out to everybody that's, that's listened to me so far and has given me positive feedback or uh, uh, laughed at some of the stuff I've said. You know, it's really appreciated. Uh, I've been ranting like this on Facebook for a while with my posts and I, I said I was going to do this podcast. So. Finally decided to put it up. So, just keep listening, guys. Like I said I'm gonna keep giving you guys some good content. Uh, keep talking. Keep 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 living it up. It's your boy, Big Brook, the Modern Bachelor. Till next Friday.